Uh, welcome to the Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Hello. Oh. 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 Are we okay? Are we good? Uh, yeah. Should we start over? Bye. Welcome to the Heavy Metal over a Six Pack Podcast. I'm so confused. <laughs> I said hello, and everyone's like, "What?" And it's like, "I." Uh-huh. Oh, that was hello. That yeah, I didn't hear. I didn't hear hello. I heard oh. Yeah. Oh, I said hello. Me. Like I feel like the L's were lost in that hello. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that too. All right. So with a uh, with an attempt to be like somewhat normal, it's really quiet in the background. Let me put something on. Yeah, I'd appreciate it if you wore clothes. That'd be great. Tell me what to do. <laughs> it, was your, it, it was your choice to come here, sir. <laughs> it's my <Yeah>. studio. <laughs> <laughs> with, um, all right, with the uh, with an attempt at being like uh, somewhat normal, we're going to uh, move on with our podcasting live, live, life, lives, lives, lives. You got this on control? Can I help? Uh, I I should not be um, let out into the general public. Oh, is Ever it, is that thing like? I think we, yeah, that's the same issue. I just didn't learn because I'm an idiot. It's amazing we have like a dead track already. I mean, what do you want for like twenty three dollars? Right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a podcast episode today. Whoa! Hey yo. We're gonna do that uh, that old gem, the uh, the uh, Smash Banana album review. Smashed Banana album review. It's actually been a while. We do, it's Smash Bananas for the album reviews, right? Like, I'm not crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Smash, Bananas, Smash Banana album review. <clears throat> Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack. Smash Banana album review. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to... Um, all of your hosts have uh, picked uh, two albums. And um, all of these albums have come up so far in this year, 2020. <clears throat> yep. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna break down some of uh, some of the stuff that's been released outside of the hell that's been going on everywhere else. Uh, yeah. Questions, comments, concerns. Negative. Can I go first? Yeah. <laughs> of course you can. What, dude? So I wanted to uh, I wanted to venture off my own beaten path, and uh, I really wanted to challenge myself with this. So I did some research, figured out you know who released music so far in 2020. And I found, it's a pretty easy answer too, but I totally forgot, I don't know, I don't know, because everything going on, or who knows, the world is crazy. However, Ozzy Osbourne had his whole album come out this year, and if you have not listened to this album, it literally sounds like all other Ozzy music, but in the best way possible. It sounds like Ozzy. Like the fact that he still sounds the same after this many years, he's he's like the he's the grandfather of metal. Like I technically, 
technically. Then like seeing him in the music videos with his cane, I dude, it, it's like it's really trippy and it's kind of weird. Like, okay, how close to the end are you, bud? But at the same time, like, dude, he can still rip. And that the whole album, it, I mean, it sounds like Ozzy. I mean, I don't know what I don't know how else to <laughs> how else to put it. Uh, and, but it, that's not it's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? It's like my expectations were like, okay, you know, maybe he's like, you know, at the end of his career type of thing. Like, maybe he's trying to like, you know, have one last hurrah, but it's just like, you know, produced crap. And then I listened to the album, and I was totally blown away. Like, this album is awesome. If you guys have not checked out Ozzy's new album yet, definitely do it. I know Under the Graveyard was popular. Still a good song. Uh, Raise Hell Tonight. Is that what it's called? I think... What's it called? Straight to Hell. Straight to Hell. Straight to Hell. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, That's another good one. And uh, Ordinary Man. Wicked good songs. All three of them. What's your uh, what's your opinion on the uh, the overall uh, general sen- uh, consensus that it's uh, overproduced for an uh, Aussie album? Like it doesn't have the raw Osborne. Yeah. So well, that was my fear going into this, and the thing is, uh, I think it's, I think I think this is like a whole picture kind of kind of problem answer type of thing where you can't just look at one facet. You know, um, as the grandfather of metal, he has literally been through like. Every single new wave of music and new technology, you know what I mean? Like, starting out. So, to think that the albums are going to sound, like, identical to old old school, early, like, that's just not, it's not accurate. Like, we live in a totally different day and age now. It's just not going to happen. But, what you do get is some of these classic musicians that we've all come to know and love over the years that are now getting turned on to some of the new ways to make music, but they're still making it their own. So sure. overproduced, I mean, that's kind of an easy to like, I feel like there's, that's like a spectrum statement. Like, well, what do you consider overproduced? You know what I mean? Um, I feel like it's a, it's a very, it has very much to do with perspective. Like, uh, you know, who, how it's, it's your perception of, of how produced a certain song or a certain album is really, I truthfully, I don't really care. I don't, as a listener or as a fan, I don't care if somebody's overproduced or not. I just care if it sounds good and it, and you know, it doesn't sound like crap. <laughs> it still sounds like Ozzy. You know what I mean? It still sounds like, and, and I mean, I guess my question to the people that think you know overproduction is killing music now, like, what do you expect, really? Because there are so many different types of of musical recording and stuff that are just outdated now so Mm -hmm. do you want people to keep up or do you want them to continue with the old stuff and phase out like make up your mind but you're not gonna be able to combine the two never the two shall meet like oh i'm gonna make music only the old way for the rest of my life ever it's like oh okay well then your fans are gonna know exactly what to expect from you every single time if you're not gonna keep it fresh if you're not gonna try new things you're gonna you're gonna phase out that's just what happens so i see it as one of the rock and metal legends doing whatever he needs to do to make music while he can still make music, all the respect in the world for that. Absolutely all of it. Um, I didn't think it was overproduced. I I don't know. I don't even really know what that term means. It's whatever. I feel like anybody, as I always say, anybody who makes it in the music business automatically has my respect. 
Uh, but if you can make great music like Ozzy's still doing, even more so, bro. I got, I got nothing else. I got nothing bad to say. None. Uh, I have to give this. I, uh, man, he's a rock. I, I'm, I'm gonna give it a five point five. Five point five. Nice. Certified banana bread. Beautiful. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I think, I think it's a respect <clears throat> thing, but, but. I think it's more of a respecting that he's making music on the same level that he's always been making music. You know what I mean? So, like, whether or not I agree with any of the things that he says or, what, like, none of that matters. The fact that he's still making albums. <laughs> he's still making tracks. He's still killing them. Like, dude, I like, you'd have to, you'd have to swing pretty low on an album from Ozzy Osbourne for me to hate it. And I'm not even mm -hmm. the biggest Ozzy fan. But I respect the hell out of him. So there's that. Very nice. Good start. Good start. Yeah. Good start. Good start. Go ahead, Anthony. Give us one, bro. You want me to go for next day? Uh, so for one of my two, I went with the Amity Affliction. Ooh. Yeah. What Dave said. Ooh. Um. So, I think, if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure we saw these guys when we went to that big festival. Marcus, pretty sure they were there. You said that, but I'm still believing it was somebody else. But well, let's, survey says, pretty sure. what was the festival? <laughs> uh, uh, <Good> Revolution <laughs> Rocks, Thank right? you, Re Revolution Rock Festival. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a really good festival. You guys went to that? That's awesome. It was like yeah, a, it, was, it was a one-off. It was at the uh, it was at the um, uh, Foxwoods Casino. Yep, that it was. Um, any anyway, uh, so the album is um, "Everyone Loves You Once You Leave Them." It was released twenty-first uh, February, so a couple months ago. Um, so. Like, I, I've listened to um, The Amity Affliction before, the older stuff. I've never, like, lived by them. They've never been, like, my, you know, number one band in the world. But, um, as for this album, I have a few grabs with it. One being, when you have an intro track, I feel like the intro track should go into the second song. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this one just doesn't. Fades huh. off and it kind of does its own thing after. Kinda yeah, kind of gets like weird. Yeah, hey, are you? Uh, were you talking about the Revolution Rock Festival from 2016 at Foxwoods? Just that long ago? In Connecticut, it was. Yes, was it really four years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I'm finding. It says the Amity Affliction was there. So, okay, September, I thought so. September 17, 2016. So, I'm not crazy. He's not crazy, Marcus. <laughs> Good to know. Um, all, all in all, though, this this album's it's it's neat. It's uh, they do a lot of the the techno stuff here and there, but but they're also extremely heavy for the the you know mix of it. Um, the thing is, is that like at a certain point in the album, it just stops being heavy, huh? Like like for a while. <laughs> So you pretty much get to All I Do Is Sync, which is the fourth track in, and then pretty much the, everything until Born to Lose is all just kind of like, 
techno and slow and not much going on. So I kind of, I lost it. I got to the forever song and I was like, all right, I can't do this anymore. Uh-huh. Like I kept skipping. Like I was like, I don't, I'm no, not enjoying this off. Um, <laughs> but <I'm, laughs> so, I mean, it is mixed opinions on it. It's not fantastic. It's not something I could listen the whole way through, but I could definitely pick and choose. Um, all I do is sync is, is pretty decent. Soak me and bleach is really good. Um, like I said, born to lose is also really good. But I would have to, I'd give it, due to my lack of full knowledge of them, and being up in the air, I'd give them a, th- I'd give them a four. Because wow. it is, it is a, yeah, it's, it's a unique album, but it's not like my favorite in the world. I think you're just being nice. It's, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> a chance. It could be the sour gummy brazen meeting. It could be anything. <clears throat> Fair enough. Okay, so what's that? How come we don't have sour gummy bears? Uh, well, you see, I brought beer instead. Huh. <laughs> How I dare beer. I? As soon as we change our name to Heavy Metal Over a Sour Gummy Bears Pack, I will bring them routinely for you to try. Can you imagine the <laughs> listeners we would get if we were Heavy Metal <laughs> Over a Sour Gummy Bear? <laughs> oh my god, do worms next! Oh my god. <laughs> Toads. Hashtag wormies. Uh, Hashtag gummies. Worms. Hashtag gums. Oh, that's something else. Ew. Ew. Here comes the digression. We can't, we can't go into the nursing homes. Marcus, so. what do you have for us, sir? All right, I'm going to review my binky. Attaboy. <clears throat> I'm surprised we didn't do it last. Well. Well, Anthony. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. So if anybody doesn't pay attention, my binky in the world is uh, August Burns Red. I love August Burns Red music. I love their, um, I love the guitar in August Burns Red music. Uh, they have a phenomenal drummer. Um, the vocalist is kind of like one of those. It is what it is. He's a metal vocalist. Doesn't generally have like a lot. Like there's not a lot of clean going on at August Burns Red. So if you if you if you need that little bit of clean in your life, these guys are probably not your uh, forte. Um, the album that came out this year was Guardians. I believe it was actually April 3rd or 4th or something like that, yep. like that, that it actually uh, came out. Um, so whatever you want to classify August Burns Red Uh-oh. as, like, musically... Like so, like if you consider them metalcore, or if you say like I don't consider them like death metal by any means. Um, the it's the uh, the music is too like too symphonic in order to, to to kind of get that tag for me. I think that the 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 album Guardians is as close to a hard rock album that you're gonna okay. get produced from August Burns Red. Um, it opens with, it opens with a song called The Narrative. Now. Like like any other metalcore band, like usually like these bands like will put out like their heaviest like track like near the the top one or two, whether it's with an intro or a company with an intro or like whatever the case may be, and like you don't really get that from the narrative. Like the narrative, like I mean it's it's pleasant, like it's it's a it's a it's it's a hard rock song. It really it really is. You still get you'll you'll still get the riffage. That you you're normally accustomed to with with an August uh, Burns Red track or a release, um, 
You still get the transitions. I feel it, it's almost like. I guess the easiest way to describe it, like if you were going to compare this, like it's almost like an August Burns Red album, but like slowed down. Hmm. Like they they took off a half a beat or two, and like it's like maybe they were. It's 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 hard to put into words. Like it's not it's not terrible by any means, but like I said, I, I I'll go back to my like original statement. Like it's the closest thing to a hard rock album that you're gonna get from like August Burns Red. Does it mean that it's like light and not heavy? No. Um, is it unique and like really out there and like really reaching for any like something like truly special? No, it's really not. It's like wow. it's kind of there. <laughs> And I don't know it's it's hard because like, like I love I love August Burns Red and, and you know anytime that I guess the good thing is like I don't get like so amped up for the releases because I don't like keep up with because like we listen to so much music like all of a sudden like it's an true. August Burns uh, August Burns Red album gets just dropped I'm like oh sweet I can go check out some <laughs> new August Burns Red <laughs> but right. it's not like one of those things that I'm like looking forward to for like months and months right. and months and months <clears throat> that way like after like a s- six month waiting period like I'm not like disappointed by any means but I mean is it their greatest album no no not even close is there anything like like they have iconic songs um like you know they have whitewashed they have you know pretty much the whole messengers album though um mariana's tri- like they have iconic songs is there an iconic song in this album no really it it just kind of exists like i said and it like i said that it's the easiest way i can describe it it's a hard rock album it's a slower speed like i'm not going to get in the beats per minute like we don't need to like give anybody like a like a popsicle headache um, it's nothing spectacular. It's nothing terrible, like kind of a thing. Mm. If I re- <clears throat> if I graded it, it's right down the middle. It's a three. Oh, wow. Really? I was not huh. expecting that. Well, I said it is what it is. Like I would listen to it. Like you know what? It's actually good background music. Like I've been I've been building Adirondack chairs for the last forty eight <laughs> hours. It's in the background. It's like background music. Like it's perfect. Like it fills it fills like an emptiness of silence, but it doesn't blow anything away, and it's. Mm. I know it's it's un- like, good. I was just gonna say it's unfortunate because like you you know like when you love a band so much like you want everything that they do to like be like spectacular, and right. their their previous release, uh the the Phantom Anthem that came out in 2017, which mm-hmm. followed. I'm just trying to. I know they did a so. 2016, I'm sorry, 2015, they came out with Found in Faraway Places, which that album was kind of lost on me. Like, I didn't didn't really get attached to it, like, in any way, shape, or form. But then 2017, now, this doesn't get, like, a lot of, like, recognition, but I thought Phantom Anthem was excellent. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and it's weird, because they did, like, a whole instrumental version of the phantom anthem so like what, what's his face his vocals like we don't even need you we'll just play the oh, we'll just play the album without you oh, <laughs> just in case like nobody wants to listen to you but i actually i really like the phantom anthem even though like you know it's not like critically like it's not like out there like i don't think anybody seeks out the phantom anthem but then right. like, this one just kind of happened and it's like eh, eh. and you want everything mm. that your bands like the bands that you love to like be like fantastic and like the next step and the next step and the next step like i always go back to the thing if this was the first album that they ever released would they be as cool as they are today no Hmm. yeah 
like it might have been released. You know, it'd be like another one of those hundred thousand listens on Spotify, and you know, you just glaze over it, kind of a thing. But it's not going to make this right. band. Like, you're not going to get headlining tours because <clears throat> of this album. Right. And yeah, that's my thought. I mean, I, I, my my only thing was that when I think I talked to you about it when Guardians came out. You know, like I was like, you know, it's it's fine, but there's nothing like that stands out. Like it's just it's it's what's the word safe, I guess, or simple would be the term. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't a lot going on. Yeah, that's fair enough. But that's why I go back to it. It doesn't have its whitewashed. Like there's no whitewashed in this album. No. There's not going to be mm-hmm. like like if if like when whitewash starts like if I'm if I'm at a live like August Burns Red concert when whitewash start, starts I want to go run through a wall. There's no run yep. through a wall on this album. Yeah, right. It doesn't grab you. This is like a tea and crumpets album. Ooh, tea and crumpets. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go we're, we're gonna go pour. A, All right. we're wow. gonna go brew. <laughs> I think I understand why he did this album review first now. <laughs> Get out of the way. A little anger there. It's not even angry. Like, I'm not even mad, but, like, it's and it's hard. It's a weird feeling because, like, it's not even like I'm disappointed. It's like this is their eighth studio album. Oh, wow. It's like, Sorry. and, you know, five of, five of their eight studio albums have been, like, phenomenal. Right. That's like, that's like six out of nine Super Bowls, and, you know. Like, you know, they do the smart thing. They just keep re-releasing their good albums. Yeah. See. Like, we'll remaster this every other year. Like, it'll be fine. Why not? And they, they can go on their 20-year anniversary tours and, like, all this stuff. It's like... Yep. I, it, it's just weird. Like, you know, maybe I should be mad at these guys, uh, mad at them for this. But it's like, you know what? I don't have to be mad because I still have Constellations. I still have Messengers. I still have... <laughs> right, right, exactly. <clears throat> like, I guess I, I don't hate the band for not... You know, if I was going to knock them, I think the one thing that I would say about August Burns Red is they they have consistency. Like, they're not... Yeah, that's, that's they fair. don't change. Like, how many bands can you think of? Like, Amity Affliction, as an example, that we mm-hmm. that you just talked about. I mean, they've added a whole... I mean, they've always had the, uh, the, the electronic element in their music, but, right. like, you know, they've Correct. had a lot of focus on the electronic element. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the band that I'm... Uh, Bring Me the Horizon. Mm, Complete yeah. reversal from, like, where, where they started. Yeah. Well, with Amity Affliction, it was tough because they, they had to change members, too. Right. Because they had... Yeah, that guys, so anything that and that, that's it. that's also the thing with August Burns Red. They, they have, they've had a very consistent lineup. I don't think they have any band changes. Maybe one. There might be one member that's been. I think it was the bass player. I was gonna correct. say, and if it was, it was the bass player. Like they, they, <laughs> definitely and, the bass player. Which who freaking cares? But you know, if you actually, if you well, I who mean, cares about bass? Or I drummers? mean that in a loving way, loving way possible. You know, you have to be a you have to be a bass player to recognize a phenomenal bass player. Mm-hmm. Like. Just to be to be honest, like you don't notice the bass player unless you are a bass player and you know what you're listening for. Right. Or if a band actually has a phenomenal bass player, you could say, "Oh, the way that they mix this, like that's phenomenal. Like that sounds great." Um, mm-hmm. uh, Straight Line Stitch has a phenomenal bass player. Like I noticed yep. the bass in Straight Line Stitch. Like he's creative. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's actually like a dimension in their music. Mm-hmm. But. You have to know what you're listening to, listening to. It's not like a guitarist. Like you can name a hundred great guitarists in the world, but you you probably can name four <laughs> like great bassists in the world. But because you I don't think be... I've ever heard that term before, great bassists. Well, they're Flea! out there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only one that anybody can name. Yeah, it's the only one I can think <laughs> of, and it's only because he's always going, you know, bat 
crazy. Well, there's, there's the last Claypool, too, if you count that. Yeah. Well, I don't, so stop. I say overrated, but, I mean, that's me. Um, Unpopular um, opinion. <laughs> to each his own. Fair enough. All right, so that's it. That's uh, that's my that's my light beatdown of uh, August Burns Red Guardians. Fair enough. Fair. Such is fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Ha, I can't. I love the fact that I get you watching. Like, <laughs> my wife hates you for it, by the way. <laughs> like, oh, you're watching this stupid crap and going to bed. I'm like, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you can't do that. What season are you up to? Yes. What season are you up to? I don't know. I just clicked oh. play. Okay. <laughs> well, there's only, the thing is, there's only like six episodes in the season. Seven. It's like six or seven. Yeah. Like, so like they're not very Which long. Is odd. It's. It's but an odd what show. they did, so not to digress like completely, what they did was they they would release seasons like quickly, like you wouldn't get like one season in like two years. You would get like three seasons <clears> in a year. Yeah, it's like hey, right. we, we just did this season. Like we'll release in the spring. Truthfully, it's a better way to do it. With, like we'll, we're gonna it. do this one in like the fall. Like we'll release it and like, getting more frequent content. In fact, it's supposed to be uh the new one's supposed to be sometime in April. Is it bad that I'm torn? Like, there's certain parts of the show that I like, and then there's just certain characters I just despise, and oh, I of course can't. Not. I have to like I want to fast forward every time they come on. Of course not. I. That's that's interesting because there's like literally like what ten characters maybe. Talk. Yeah, Stuart and his like, whole crew like, suck. Like they use the I whole. Hate they use the whole cast. I for, hate like, them. Every, so if there's like if there's a town wide barbecue, that's just everybody that's on the cast. <laughs> I know, literally. But anyway. We digress. I believe there's another album review. I believe there is. So, so. Uh, if we were to go in order again, I would have to preface my album review by stating that I I like to challenge myself. So, like when we come up with these things, that like you know what we got. I, I kind of I try to I try to color outside my own lines, and I try <laughs> not to pick like you know the the typical. Typical people, whatever. Uh, typical bands, stuff that I know I'm gonna like. Uh, mm -hmm. I kind of went the opposite way this time, and I wanted to because I wanted to give, I want to give everybody a fair shake. You know, I wanna, I wanna give people like a fair ear test. You know, I want to go in blind on somebody's album, and just be real about it. You know, mm -hmm. um, so I went with a band that I'm not the biggest fan of but like I again I respect them all respect all love all good stuff <clears throat> musicians keep going um but I was disappointed yet, yet again <laughs> um and it's not for anything well I mean I, I don't know I feel like I can't really fault somebody or fault a band for their sound you know what I mean like if mm -hmm. you're just not a fan of their sound there's probably not much that they're gonna come out with that you're gonna enjoy uh, when I was, I just hate your face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty just, much. Just want to deliver one of these. <laughs> Not really. I, I wanted to like, because some of their early music I actually listened to. So I, I had a roommate, uh, while I was in the army who nonstop would listen to Metallica and five finger death punch. That's it. And I'm not a biggest five finger fan. So I was like, well, you know, a couple songs. They're all right. Like, I could listen to them, you know. Something to play cards mm -hmm. to in the back and crush beers at. Like, great, whatever. Uh, they just came out with their new album. And the single off of their album is called Inside Out. Yes. 
So, I believe, is that the name of the album? No, it's F8. It's Fate. So, Five Finger Death yeah, Punch Fate. came out with Fate. Um, Inside Out. I'm glad you did this, actually. Yeah. Mm. I felt like I, I had to. I almost did. Yeah. So, have you heard have you heard Inside Out before? Yes. I don't okay. mind Inside Out. It's not terrible. So, I don't mind it, but I have... Okay. I actually think Inside Out is like one of the better songs that they've actually like Agreed. produced and recorded. It kind of goes back to like their older days, like when um, uh, it's exactly it's, it's escaping I, me. I bet you it's exactly what I'm going to talk about. Good. Which one is it? Is it uh, um, Wrong Side of Heaven? No, it's um, what? Can't explain what is it. I have to look it up now because this is going to bother okay. the piss out of me. So what royally bothered me War, was a uh, hard to see. Oh, okay. Like, going like, way, way back. Like, because um, the, their album that came out in 2009, War is the Answer, is, like, fantastic. Never mm-hmm. heard. I don't think I've Agreed. heard it. I, I didn't. I, I've never really listened to a lot. I just know that. I don't know. I, I've never. I've never been a huge Five Finger p- fan, so I just wanted to. Yeah. I wanted to, like, test it out and see. Uh, I. all uh, Actually, all that I did was reinforce that I'm not a Five Finger fan. Um. And not, I'm not hating them. It's just there's certain like I think they're talented. I think they have really good riffs. Um, I think I think Kyle's around the world love Five Finger because sometimes you want to punch a wall when you're listening to it. Um, but the biggest issue that I had, so I want to talk about the album first. The whole album as a whole, uh, it's it's fine. There's nothing. It's like a I don't know. I don't really know what to expect from Five Finger, but from what I do know, which is very little of Five Finger stuff, uh, it sounds good. You know, it sounds like them. You know, um, I didn't have really any issues with the album itself or any of the music, really, except for Inside Out. And the only reason I have an issue is because uh, I try to look at, you know, when someone's like, oh, I got this new music coming out. Okay. If you're going to tell me that you have new music coming out, do not make new music of your old music. Don't do it. So I listened to Inside Out, and there was something that stood out to me, and I was like, why does this stand out to me? And I was like, oh, you know what? He says the exact same line in the chorus of Wrong Side of Heaven. Ivan, I have a question, Ivan. How many times are you going to tell us that you stand alone? We get it. Godsmack made a song called I Stand Alone. And it, it did really well. Wrong Side of Heaven. I Stand Alone. Inside Out. I Stand Alone. I, like, what? You see, like, as a, as a general catalog of, like, Five Finger Death Punch, because I, for the most, what, the, one of the things, you know, like, I, I understand there's a lot of hate for Five Finger Death Punch. The reason why I hate Five Finger Death Punch is some of his, like, lyricism is so fucking stupid. Right. It's yeah, right. so bad. It's, he, it's he like so it's like why would you write that song? Yeah, and then you write he, then he'll write something that's actually like okay, but then there's like 13 piles of crap that we have to listen to like with that right. one okay song. Yeah, like his lyrics have always. I just get sung. I get upset about it because as a so as a listener, and this is coming from somebody <clears> who's <throat> legitimate. Like this is my half. Like I'm legitimately trying to like you, and you're you're. You're literally plagiarizing yourself. I cannot stand that when artists plagiarize <clears throat> themselves. Like, uh, clearly it's not plagiarism because it's their work, but why would you recreate the same? Like, it just, 
And I, I don't want to... I mean, I don't know. Look, there's certain... Obviously, like... There are certain lyrics, there are certain sayings that we have. There's only so many words in your in a vocabulary, right? Got it. Mm -hmm. There's certain words you're going to use again. The word pain in metal is very common, okay? The fact that that would pop up a million times on an album, I really wouldn't be that offended about it. It's probably an album about pain. But if you're going to use a hooky chorus, and it's clearly your single, just like how Wrong Side of Heaven was the single, and you have the same line in the same type of chorus... At one point, I was like, what song am I listening to? <laughs> and it wasn't yep. because there were certain parts of that song. I was like, oh, wait, there's a melody from that same song, too. So, yep. and again, I have I have no problem. Like, uh, I don't I don't like I don't want to ever try to like crap on artists. You know, I don't. But if you're going to tell me there's new music and I spend, you know, an hour of my day, at least like dedicated to really listening with. Uh, you know, virgin ears going in, trying to like start over, clean slate, and then you hit me with some plagiarized stuff. I just like right off the bat listening to that album just put me in a bad mood. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, like, and I so I even put it down. And I was like, I'm just gonna revisit this, okay? So I revisited it, and I realized the rest of the album really not that bad. It's really not. I it's it's what I, like it's probably what's to be expected of Five Finger. Again, not a huge fan, whatever, but. I just, I went back, and then I went back and I listened to Inside Out again, and I got mad all over again. And then I listened to Wrong Side of Heaven, and I was like, bro, are you serious? Like, it's three, like, what, four syllables? I stand alone, and you can't, you can't come up with anything else that fits that chorus about, like, where are you standing alone so often, and why do you need to continually sing about it? My challenge for anybody who makes music is to write about different things. Standing alone in his dressing room when he walks off stage. Oh. Right, Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it. Uh. But uh, I, I'll, get off, I'll get off my soapbox here. I just... Uh, I was pretty disappointed in, in that choice. Um, <clears throat> the song itself, both... The, like, I actually like Wrong Side of Heaven. Cause, probably because I listened mm -hmm. to it so many times in the background at my house. Um, sure. But... I, I I just I I I literally try I think I think it was worse because I tried to go in with literally zero expectations and I like took all this time to like clear my mind like okay like I'm really going to I'm really going to listen to this album and I'm going to give it an honest an honest review you know and I like I put all this work in so to start <laughs> to start my album review off with inside out I was like dude I was so mad and then, like, the time that I dedicated to listen to the album just had to totally change because I, I was like, I need to go do something else. <laughs> I'm too mad at this. I can't focus on anything else. Like, it bothers me. Like, if, if guys, if you're a writer and you have writer's block, uh, just get creative. Take a creative writing class. You could literally write about anything and make a song about it. No one needs to know what the song is specifically about, but you, right. can, get, you can get creative from literally anything. Like, oh, this song, uh, everybody loves it. It blew up and, you know, went triple platinum. But it's actually about, you know, this pretend pet dinosaur I had when I was a kid. <laughs> like, you know, my imaginary friend. Like, nobody needs to know what it's about. Just write about something else, bro. Like, right. I, you can only stand alone so many times even after Godsmack's already done it. Like, come on. <laughs> I was so mad. All right, I'm done. Moving on. My, uh, my oh, only wait. thing with this album. Go ahead. Sorry. Three out of six. Gotta give it a three. It'd be nice. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, my my big thing with Five Finger, I was kind of 
interested to see how a new drummer would do. That's right. I mean, you can tell a yeah. lot, like, because uh, uh, when I listen to Inside Out, like on the radio when it's on, like I can pick out. I'm like, yeah, you can tell it's not Jeremy. It's definitely a different person. Right. It's a different, which is not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. I think it helps break up the monotony of what Five Finger is. Right. Instead of just, I'm gonna just do double bass through this chorus again. <laughs> so it, it it breaks it up a little. So it's not as harsh, I guess. I'm actually on the opposite side of the spectrum. I actually think Inside Out's the only good song on this album. Like they really? have, the uh, "Living the Dream" was like their I next was like okay. single that, yeah. that came out, which was like a pathetic attempt at like a like a softer, like acousticy kind of a thing. Right. And I don't. Know, it's like one of those things. I I just I've always hated his lyrics. So if the music isn't cool behind it, like. Right. Yeah, I Ivan can sing too. Like, there's right. Nothing, I like, like his voice. Like his voice is great. That's, but, that's the hardest part, bro. I. And he's maybe going, to, maybe going back to Day's point, like hire a writer, bro. <laughs> well, not right. look. I'm not saying get a ghostwriter. I'm just saying be real. Like, like the thing about music is that it connects people. That's why everybody loves it. Like, hey, this is relatable. Like, you know, I, or this is like. I feel like, as a writer, if you feel like you're like going in circles or like you've touched on something again, you probably are. So if you get that feeling, try to take it in a new direction. Like, if you have to use the same phrase or the same term or whatever, like, okay, like, uh, I'll let it slide a handful of times. I really will. But not when it's a chorus that's built around the same statement in two separate choruses of songs that you're pushing as singles. That royally bothers me because it's like, hey, remember this song that we made? Yeah, well, this one's almost identical to it, so you may as well just listen to the first one again. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. I pretty like. Much. I just. I felt insulted. I felt mad. I. I don't know. I got nothing against Ivan. <laughs> I don't. But on behalf mm -hmm. of other people, I have you know some begrudgment that needs to be settled. Uh, Fifty three dollars, mm -hmm. if I remember. Um, Something like that. And until that is paid back, I'm always just gonna be like, okay, man. Like, he's he's gonna be. In the bed that he laid, he made for himself. Like I'm, uh, I feel like you can only stiff people so often and do the same things over and over and over again before it blows up in your face. So I don't know. I like Five Finger. There's some Five Finger songs I enjoy. Uh, none of them were on this album, which right. sucks because he is he is talented and he has a good voice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was even. I was in the car. I was like kind of ad-libbing lyrics, like singing my own stuff over <laughs> over the track. <laughs> like, wow, this actually sounds better. <laughs> Let me have my agent call your people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, bro, I will help you write the next the next banger. Like, we can <laughs> we can do this, but we're you're not gonna, gonna. You're gonna stand with somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are standing by ourselves. Like, even that's different than I stand alone. Like, I stand alone. Like, how many times can you say that? Differently, Wait like it's pretty straightforward. Wait, Wait, I never, comment. I never put this together. He knew the coronavirus was going to happen. That's why he's standing alone. <laughs> I feel like knowing him and his track record, he's probably standing alone because of his own bad choices. It's kind of ugly, man. You say wow. he is? He's not an attractive man. I okay. Well, I don't find men attractive, so I wouldn't know, Marcus. Well, you, I, you can tell when somebody's pretty. Okay. <laughs> man, pretty. I'm not saying I don't acknowledge when someone's man pretty, but it's not because of my own perspective. It's because, you know, well, I'm I, not afraid to admit that I have said before in my <laughs> life that, that that is a beautiful man. 
I just know somebody's man pretty when I hear females going crazy about it over and over and over and over and over again. I'm like, oh, okay, he must be attracted. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Oh, what is he? 6'5", jacked, <laughs> tan, tattooed, bearded, long hair, Jason Momoa. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Really not, not specific at all. Johnny Hawkins of Nothing More is a pretty man. I had to look his name up. Yes, that's what I I'm don't. Saying. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. Beautiful man. I'm beautiful. <laughs> proud of you. Don't, don't judge me. <laughs> Anthony, what do you got for us, man? Yes. What do I have for you? Well, like, no. I'm looking to the old know. bag of tricks here. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh. no. Uh, Who's so cabbage is this? I went with... That's not mine, but it can be yours. Um, so... I jumped in, so I have actually never haven't listened to this band like I haven't followed them in a while. Uh, the band I'm referring to is in this moment. Oh. Now I I this is like my high school days within this moment. So I I'm used to the the, the harder, faster, angrier uh, nonsense of what it is. But I picked this album mostly because. The first two songs that like popped up when I pulled up this album was uh, "Fly Like an Eagle." <laughs> oh no! Yep, that that one. That's the one I'm talking about. Uh. Like, and I'm I'm th- I'm saying like "Fly Like an Eagle," like the house sings it. Lenny Kravitz. Is that right? No, he Is covered it. it. Lenny Kravitz only does covers. That's yes, true. That's yeah. I mean, technically <laughs> the covers. version. Yeah, he really does. But uh, Steve Miller Band. Yeah, that's the original one. Uh, and then We Will Rock You was on here as well. Which is a obviously Queen cover featuring Marina Brink, obviously. Uh, Lizzie Hale, a hailstorm, and Taylor Momsen? Momsen. Yep. Yep, Mom- Momsen of uh, The Pretty Reckless. So I was like, right, I guess I'll have to jump into this one just because of the. Oh, there's also a Mazzy Star cover called Into Dust. I'm not sure who that is. I looked them up just for reference, but not one that I know of. So there's three covers on this, which is interesting. Yeah, and it's not even like bonus songs because "Fly Like an Eagle" oh, is technically the first song crap. on the album, which is so you have a the beginning, which is an interlude, goes into the Steve Miller cover, and then right after that, it's another interlude, and then it goes into I think their first single, "The In Between." So this album isn't my type of music, I guess. Um, it's, it's very like, if you do a lot of drugs and just listen to this, like it's one of those like ones that you can just like sit and listen to. And it's more like a spiritual thing. I'm not sure if this is coming out right. Um, but it just has, that, it just has that, that feel. You know that, what I mean? Like that, it's just—it's very me- something's out of place. No, it, no, not like that. But just the way it is—it's—it's it, it's mesmerizing. It's not like a hard-hitting, like one of the banger head things. It's more of just like a more relaxing kind of like. I mean, they're very theatrical in general. I say they, so. I, I was actually going to say they're very visual as a band. Like right. So I can see why I—I I think these songs would work better live, in my opinion. 
Mm, yeah, um, okay. but they're all, they're all, most of them are very slow. Uh, like, very slow. Even the covers, like, We Were Rock You is very slow. Which is weird, because <laughs> We Were Rock You has such a distinct... Power. You know, slow. that beat that you know, yeah. It doesn't even have really that in it, so it's just very strange. Jeez. Um, yeah. I mean, some of, some of them bring back the, the heavy screams here and there, like the hunting grounds. Uh, the in-between a little bit. Um, lay me down's a little kind of punchy, punchy, but most <laughs> of them are, are pretty slow. And I don't know, like I, I wasn't. It's just not my type of type of you know rock candy. But I, I think as a creation aspect, as a I don't want to use experimental because they've kind of followed this track for a few albums now. Um, but it's it's definitely very express. What's the word? Not express. Expressible is not a word. Hmm. It's uh. It's let's see. What's the word I wanted to use? Immersive. That's the word I want to use. Immersive. And it, it just you can't. Yeah, and, and you just kind of want to follow it through. Fair enough. So, for me personally. I give it, I give it a four. Ooh, I'm sticking okay. with fours today. Okay, fair enough. I do have more, a... more for that that immersive sound. And again, this I think this this would translate well to a live aspect, as Marcus said. Yeah, I think there's certain songs that, like I feel like if people do covers, you should do it live. You know what I mean, like. I don't know. As somebody who goes to a lot of shows, I feel like there's sometimes those like lulls in the crowd. You know what I mean? We're like, like, hey, maybe this this is not the right set list or something. You know, like, if you want to get people going, like, sing a popular song. Like, that's what a cover is. You know what I mean? It's like okay, like if you're gonna sure. cover a song, like, make it be something that people know that gets them amped up for some of your music live. You know? Because <clears throat> like, I bet you right. the people are gonna remember your awesome song after that awesome cover you know what i mean like i feel like there's a way yep. to build it so like it sounds it seems like live would be better but i don't know man i think yeah some of these bands it's just, I, it's just weird that the the first song off of it is a it's a cover it's like everybody mind you a cover, on the cover that's already train. been covered yeah everybody's jumping on the cover train, already, I feel yeah. like. and i feel like uh, like, dude, imagine the royalties from the people writing these songs that are getting covered by, right. <laughs> you know, multiple people. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's great for them. Like, are they the ones reaching out to their agent? Like, hey, uh, you know, this song hasn't been covered in a while. Can we, uh, can we pitch this to a band? Like, <laughs> you know, can I get yeah, some of my royalty just, money it's, rolling it's back in again per, per play on Spotify, please? Like, it's just weird. But, um, I mean, judging by the, the, the reviews I've been reading... I mean, it's got like nine out of ten. Like Crane gave it a four, oh, saying wow. that it's like their best album to date. So yeah. it's, I guess, it depends yeah. who you are. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would not go with with that, but it's again, I've missed out on the in this moment train. Like I haven't followed him in a while, so coming directly into this kind of, it's a little like sideswiped for me, and out of left field. Yeah, but, I can see that. Thoughts, Marcus? I technically, I technically have a bonus one, but it's not actually a full album. Right? Yeah, me too. So, it's probably the same it's one. Because not out yet. Yes, yes. 
I'm proud of you. I do mind. Does you it, guys can do your it, bonuses if you does want. Does it begin with a T? It sure as Nikes does. Those guys don't care about my album. Is it really? No, fun. we do. Are you sure? But we're on the same page, yeah. That's cool. You guys can rant about that for okay. a while. No, we need, I need to finish with no, no, no. that no, 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 because no, no. I want to finish on a high note after after stooping low. Oh, is this, not a, is this not a high note that I mean, you guys it, have? No, it is. I'm saying my oh, last okay, album yeah, yeah. review was not a high note. I gave five finger a three. Oh, all right, all right, all right. All right. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just making sure. Because I, I actually do have positive things to say about my next one. What do you got? All right, so I, I read a whole bunch of these articles and like whatnot, and um, Corey Taylor and Randy Blythe and like whatnot. They were talking about like the, we had that episode where Metal like the the, dead. Uh, the the f- <laughs> do you the mean actual, the ones we interviewed them? Yeah, the, uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> Huge grab by Heavy Metal over a six pack. Um, <laughs> Huge. Love you, Patrick. Just make it funny, but um, this band was actually identified and like they're actually they were they would have been on a world tour with uh, Slipknot right now, but we, we all know the tragic end of that story. But um, this band was actually identified as the uh, future of metal. Um, so I felt obligated to go take a to go have a look-see because I'm curious about what the future of metal is because, right. you know, I like metal. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I want to... I wanna, I would like to know what the future of metal is. I so could never really get into the, it personally. Um, the, uh, the band in question is Code Orange. Ooh. The mm-hmm. um the release from 2020, uh, I believe it was in February, was the uh, the album Underneath. Now, just a just a side topic before I actually get into this album, as far as like the future of metal, I mean these guys have been around for quite a while. Like 2014 was like their full their first uh, full release. So it was an album called I Am King. Um, they had Forever in 2017, and I actually so when I. When I and I I never heard any of this stuff like before like underneath came out, so I tried mm-hmm. to I tried to do some due diligence. It's like oh well, like this is happening. Let's go check out like their old stuff. Their old stuff is like way weird. Like what like <laughs> like it's Code Orange to me is a lot of production. Like it's a it's yeah. it's it's a, it's a I would consider Code Orange personally like a studio band. Like I'm actually curious to see these guys live. I mean, I imagine in my head that they would be very visual as well, but and right. like whatnot. But they do. So even the um, the album underneath, uh, they get this. They get this pretty cool, like like energy building, like little intro deeper than before, um, which leads right into the opening track, swallowing swallowing the rabbit hole, and they do. Um, there's a lot of tricks in their in their music like a lot of like weird pauses and like things will go completely like blank like they'll they'll they have transitions that are that are very interesting um but you know what it's not confusing if that makes any sense like everything has like this weird like like little flow kind of a thing and it's one of those this is one of those albums now i've said this before and meant it in a bad way, but like in this case, I actually do. If you actually, and what I'm trying to say is, if you actually listen to the first four or five tracks on this album, like start to finish, like without without pausing, you will not pick. Like you'll actually, you have to actually be paying attention to realize that the song changed. Ah. Uh. Like as an example, like me, me and Dave right now are listening to this in the background. The song just changed. Right. 
now there's a there's a few different transitions obviously and like a little bit of like speed like like has changed up but if you were like listening start to finish you'll listen for the first 15 minutes and not even realize that the song has been changed right because all of their gnarly like little blends and like mixes and like whatnot like just it all just like blends together and I actually think they did a very masterful job of actually mixing this album because I, I I mean I can't speak for the artists obviously but my my I would say that that was probably their intention like everything was supposed to flow yeah mm-hmm. like this will go into this that will go into this that will go into this that will go into this and it's like. I feel like Code Orange underneath is actually like a – so you can have like a visual experience at like a live show. Underneath the album is an audio experience. Hmm. And there's a lot of elements. There's a lot of – like it, there's, just, there's a lot of stuff going on. But it makes sense to me like when I listen to it. Sure. And, like – and – I do. I do all of like the checks, like kind of like when we write our own music. You have to do the car check. <laughs> you yeah. do the. Uh, I, I have the benefit of having the PA with all kinds of like power, like right. that I can like pump out if I wanted to. It's like let's see what this sounds like with massive bass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, and like all these, it's it's a cool album. It really is. Like it's re- it's really really neat. I'd be curious how it it, it is pulled off live, because there are just sections mm-hmm. where it just goes completely like dark. Like by dark, I mean like flatline, like no no movement on the uh, on the audio scale. Mm. Like it it would be very interesting to see how they actually pull that like together live. Um, there's male vocals. Um, they do have a female vocal element in the band. I believe okay. they're uh, they're a one two three four. I believe they're a five piece. There is a fe- there is a female <clears throat> vocalist that's in the band. Like she's not in every single song but like when she does come in like it's just like a neat like like mystical like little element that they they add to it it's it's a really neat album and mm-hmm. it's like one of those things that you can just get consumed like you, you don't even realize you're listening to it for like 15 minutes because like i said the tracks just run and run and run and run and run and in this case i mean right. that in a good way because like i've had like you can listen to a whole hate breed album in like 20 minutes and not realize that you just <laughs> listen to 16 of their songs right like that's retarded right. like they suck that, that, that's a, that's that's a rough turn. <laughs> but apparently you know, we're not going to have Jamie on the show. Well, no, no. Back, like, back, full background, like I've never been a huge like hate breed guy. Like the the whole ninety second song and twenty track album, like kind of a thing. Like it's yeah. just like eh, 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 eh. Yeah. Maybe get creative and like blend a couple of those together and make like a quality thirteen track album. <laughs> but but that's the one that I go to. Like, so, there you go. Song just shifted again, Dave. But, like, it just all flows. Like, it all, like, blends together. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just an, it's a, it's an audio, it's an audio experience. That's how I felt that, right. about that, uh, that, uh, Under Oath, Writing on the Wall album. All those songs. Like, I couldn't tell. Like, I was like, wow, this is, this is a really good song. Look down, it's like 16 minutes. I'm like, what the heck? Like, five songs have gone by. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And the, the, I guess the last good thing that I that I would say about it is like I, I guess the part that like really attracts me like I think if I had to like give myself like the the type of metal that I listen to, I I think I'm a metalcore guy, I want heavy but I want substance. Fair enough. This music is heavy but it has substance. Nice. Sure. I'll give it a five. There you go. Well, well nice. Some good old Big banana numbers. bread. Big numbers. 
Definitely worth a listen. I mean, and you know what? This isn't going to be everybody, everybody's cup of tea, too. Like, I mean, by all means, email me if you want. Like, dude, I listen to that album and it fucking blows. You, you're a moron. That's, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I, I get it. But, like, you know what? That's I was impressed. Fine. Like, you know, it's like that thing. Like, you know, how do you, ju- how do you judge music the first time around? If, if you're moved by it or if you react to it yeah. or if it draws a reaction or if it draws like a, hmm, hmm, let's listen to that again. Let's listen to that part again. Let's do this again. Like, see, I did all those things, but for the worst possible reasons. When reviewing, yeah, you five hate. Fingers, you hate so. listening. You're like, <laughs> fucking. I can't believe he did this. I'm gonna listen to it again just to make sure he did do it. I'm gonna listen to it again. <laughs> and how how has he not changed this yet? Why is it still the same song? Like he should have he should have felt my feedback and just fucking changed it. Shouldn't he care what I think in the bottom of my basement? <laughs> <laughs> Who's never released a studio album before? <laughs> like, doesn't he want my thoughts on his work? <laughs> Did he not consider my feelings? <laughs> Out of the four people that live in this house, I consider myself the expert. You suck. <laughs> You're a bad man. Fair enough. So, bonus it up. Well, I'm sure uh, Anthony's as excited as I am. Uh, but there's another album releasing in, what, six days? 24th? The 24th. What's today? The 18th? All right? Sure. Yeah. Do we still count? Oh, these? shit. That's the 19th, actually. Whoa. So. <clears throat> like tomorrow? So, oh, like by, today. So by the time. Oh, today's this, the 19th. I see what you're saying. Never yeah. Okay. By the time this, this, uh, airs, the new album will Yeah, the album will probably be So, uh,. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you run. I've been talking a lot, Anthony, so you can, you can open this one up. Um. So, funny because I've actually and and I actually want to follow after we do the the album. I do want to go over a small article that I read about yes. um this guy, which I thought was interesting. Anyway, um, but the the technically, I guess you can call it an EP, even though technically there's three singles, on according to what Spotify considers an album. It's kind of weird. Anyway, so the the band where you're talking about is uh, Trivium. Yes. Uh, they are releasing what I believe the album is called What the Dead Man Say. Yes. I'm correct. I think that's the actual going to be the name of the full album. But they released three singles. Um, Cata- Catastrophist. I think that's how you'd say that it, technically. Catastrophist. That's actually a word. That's it. Thank you. Um, what the dead men say, and then among the shadows and the stones. Yep. Um, all three of these, I'm pretty much giving them like, that's three for three. Yeah. In in the good book of fun music because exactly. they're all fantastic. They jam like I don't know. I mm-hmm. love it. I love it. And dude, their their drummer, and I said it in the last album, he's fucking phenomenal. He's crazy. Like good. as soon as you hear the first one, the first single, it's just like, yep, there he is, yep. instantly, like right off the bat. And I was using, I was I've... surprised because uh, the the title the title track uh, it's pretty long for a song. It's like six mm-hmm. minutes long because they do like this intro and they do like a couple. Other, but like the whole they had thing a music video too. Yeah, and it dude it it is a ripper. Like yeah. I just love and it. They, they they're back to the old school, which, yeah. which is what I like. Yeah, and I'm the thing that I like that I've always liked about Trivium and. It's funny because I was listening to Among the Shadows and the Stones, so the song goes pretty good, like good start, goes to the breakdown, and it sounds like it's the end of the song, 
And then I remember in my mind, I was like, it's not over. It's a Trivium song. And then, as you know, whole different verse out of nowhere. And then right back into the song again. Because Trivium's always been pretty good at there. They've always been very, uh, what's the word? They change. Like yeah. every, yeah. it's never like the same song and it's, that's it. They're always all over the place. Yeah, I think so that's... transition hell, if you must. I think that's kind of the issue is that there's different people that have checked them out when they're on different <clears throat> waves of their own spectrum of music. You know what I mean? And like well, certain... Silence in the Snow, that album is garbage. So that was the one before Sin in the Sentence, which I've already discussed that when that first came out, which is yeah. their last album, which I enjoyed. So I'm glad they're, they're still going in this direction. Right. And they're utilizing their good drummer, so that's good. Definitely. I was. I, so I'm, I think I'm pretty I'm pumped. Really, I'm really looking forward to this new album. Truthfully, I can't remember the last time I was like excited for a new album, but Trivium definitely did it yep. for me. I love I Trivium. Definitely. They're one of those pumped. bands like when you start listening to them, like you go in like these waves where like it's yeah. just like all you want to listen to for like, in waves. Yeah, but um, uh. <laughs> like I, I I get streaky with them like personally. Gross. Like if, if I get if I get if I get <laughs> I'm streaking. If I if I get into like a mood for like trivium, like I'll just listen to trivium for like a week, like straight. Like yeah. it'll be like the only thing yeah. that's like on my playlist. Like they're such a cool band. They always have been a cool band. Yeah. While you're streaking, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just they're they're well rounded. I told you. you know what it, I mean? was like your, all... it was your choice to come here. That's <laughs> true. Uh, apparently, in quarantine, uh, I'm very glad that quarantine is what it is, and that there's a six foot space rule because. Uh, I'm not going anywhere near someone who's not wearing pants, Marcus. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's not true. That's true. Yeah, my drummer doesn't wear pants when he drums. He's a really weird guy. Do you ever run into uh -huh. that issue, Marcus? Does your drummer do that too? Is he really weird? Does my drummer... Let me think about this. <laughs> you know, if I, if, to be fair... <laughs> to be fair... To be fair, if I was to, um, if I was to critique my drummer's attire... Like, there's a lot of stuff in, in front of my drummer. And I just don't go back there. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. Me. I'm afraid to go me. back there. I'm afraid I'm going to get stabbed in the eye with a drumstick. Yep. Anthony chucks him at me. It would be like, it would be like an <laughs> epic an epic eye stab. He'd do like a, a double trick flip and then stab me. But I just, I'm not going back there. Especially because of the no pants thing. He literally doesn't wear pants when he drums. You, you, you won't let me in until I take them <laughs> off, so don't even start with me. See, the, the drumstick... Like, what kind the, of gym is this? The, the drumstick stabbing thing, like, you can't escape that because, like, Anthony, like, hucks him at us. Oh, yeah, he hucked a broken one at me at last practice. He does them <clears> at practice. Yeah. The kid's insane. He goes, like, all... Like, he'll he'll murder things at practice. You ever run into that problem, Anthony? Your drummer ever throw sticks at you? Yeah, he's, he's a pile. He's a big piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Your words, not mine. <laughs> they like sour gummy bears too, which is stupid. Hey, is so six? you right. said you had a uh, a news story, right? Headlines. <laughs> did. We got a couple of headlines. Headlines. We got some good ones. Uh, you got headlines? It's 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 not huge. Um, neither is the headline, but the um, the one I want to discuss a little. I more or less I want to know what your guys' thoughts on on are. So. Um, if you may or may not know, the lead singer of Trivium, Matt Heafy, um, has a Twitch channel. Yes. 
where he he streams uh, either music related things, like he'll play yes. acoustic to whatever. I mean, he plays pretty much everything, or he'll play like whatever game. He'll stream whatever Fortnite, yeah, Overwatch, any any of the, yep. the big popular ones. And uh, <clears throat> I remember I was reading the thing when he was talking about it, and that ever since he started the Twitch channel, he's made way more money just off of that yeah. than his like his actual music career. Yep. So it's kind of scary. I'm actually really glad you bought, brought this up because this segues into my news story, which I brought up to you gentlemen a little while ago, even though I may or may not be getting a weird look right now. Um, it's my face, bro. It's what I look our- like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I have this conversation with Connie all the time, too. What the fuck? Our great yep. friends. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not yet. But our wonderful friends in All That Remains, as local as they are, uh, have a bit of an issue because Phil Labonte, uh, frontman of All That Remains, just like Matt Heafy, is uh, attempting to start streaming with people. He wants to give people more music, uh, you know, games. He does lots of chatting, lots of just chatting, uh, streaming on Twitch and stuff like that. If you don't follow him, go follow him. Uh, he's super active on his Twitter account, too. I've asked him a handful of questions, and he's he's a great guy. He gets back, like, gives straight-up answers, like, no BS. He's just all-around great dude. Um, he has an issue though, because where he lives in, uh, the very, very empty New Hampshire, uh, has very, very limited internet. So he keeps on running into stupid buffering issues every time he's trying to stream and he, uh, they, they need to do like some special internet drop for his property and it's like six grand or something. So he started a GoFundMe just to kickstart it because... He can't afford to drop the internet in, and he's trying to do this stuff like anybody else normally would. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of kind of screwing him over, and he keeps getting the buffering and loading stuff. And then it, it's it's like he's, you know, hitting wall after wall trying to start this thing up. Um, if you've never followed him on Twitch or Twitter or any of, these, any of these things or talked to him or checked him out, you definitely should because, like I said, he's super active, very entertaining. He played the guitar the other night for us. That was fun. Uh, he also plays games and stuff. He usually plays like Warzone or whatever on Twitch. But um, mm-hmm. I uh, I asked if it was cool if I gave him the plug on the podcast, and he said it was totally legit. We can do whatever we want. So he's uh, he started up that GoFundMe. If you look at it, if you look for it, it's uh, Phil Labonte's GoFundMe. That internet drop is going to be kind of expensive, but it will be for all of our streaming pleasure. So as far as your uh, the the thoughts on the situation, like how Matt Heafy is now making more money on like his Twitch account than he would be if he was on the road, I hate to say this, but you guys made fun of me like when I said like is the world changing, like slowly but maybe rapidly now, yeah. like with the current situation, like in the in the world. Once they figure out how to monetize online, yep. This is how the world's gonna go anymore. Yep. Like, go, like go moving forward. Like all they had to do was figure out how to monetize it. Well, what drives me nuts about it though is that these big companies, like all these, so all of these platforms, whether it's Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, all these social media places, all these sharing places, all this stuff, they all have ads and whatnot, right? Uh, but the majority of them pay pennies. Pennies to the people who are, have content that are actually running these ads. So, and on top of that, it drives me nuts because these these very same companies that are paying people very very little uh, are also selling everybody's data to make even more money and not pay anyone. 
uh, what they're due. How amazing so. is it though? Like we just spent like the last twenty years, like pretty much since Napster went to like went to court with uh, Metallica. Right. Like the whole streaming platform thing like became like a th- and like you're getting pennies on the dollar for like your your plays now versus like the regular royalty kind of a thing. But now Matt Heafy can go on Twitch. Yeah. All original content or even just covering other people's content with no licensing requirements and now he's making a fortune and having the ability to interact and like right. with fans like it's a complete all inclusive experience kind of a thing. Well, I don't think it's I don't think it's changing the music industry. I think that people Ooh, are just I think you mean naive. I, I think people are finally catching on to how to market themselves is what's happening. Like, the market's always going to shift. You know what I mean? There's always going to be new things. There's always going to be new ways to do things, just like we said about the Aussie album. There's always going to be new ways to, to make music, new ways to make an album, uh, new things that people do. There's probably not going to be any new instruments added to them, but you never know. Who knows? It's We're, we're young. Um it's but, gonna be the norm, though. Like that's 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 the part that like I'm I'm saying. Like this is why the world's changing. Right. This is actually gonna be the norm. You're not gonna, except for like maybe like the heavy hitters. Like you're not the. Let's just to put a round number. Let's just say there was gonna be a hundred tours that were that was gonna go out in 2021. Yep. Like with everybody adjusting like the way that they do business now. Like let's just say like six. There's gonna be instead of a hundred now, like there's only gonna be like sixty five of those, and thirty five of them have figured out that they can monetize like without right. actually having the expenditure of being like out in the road, especially, 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 especially because you know who's gonna keep touring? The humongous acts are gonna keep touring. The ones that can fill stadiums if they wanted to. Those are the ones that are right. gonna still have a spot. And even like maybe like the next level below that, like. The Whistler Palladium, as an example, I think has like a capacity of like fifty five hundred or like whatever yeah. whatever the number is, like right. maybe like that level. But the B level bands that would be supporting that Palladium level headliner are going to figure out that online is going to be the way to go. Yeah, I don't need to go out there. I don't need to give you all my money. I don't need to rely on merch sales right. that night so I can get an and cheeseburger at the end of the day, and like travel from. I mean, how many? How many artists have we talked to? My, uh, Maya Shining of um, Forever Still. Forever Still even said it's like you guys. I mean, everybody glorifies like the touring experience. It, like for me, life it's on the road. It's a green room and a right. backseat of a van, right. like kind of a thing. Like this stuff is going to go away. It's yeah. going to go away. Like you can actually like instead take that money, put together like a solid production studio, like right. a decent set, like a like you know. A, um, a quasi like TV set, pretty much, and just get it from home as long as you get the fo- followers. Because like the competition is not going to be like if I can put something online that's quality and worth watching. Right. There's no reason right. to go out there. I feel like this is. I I just think people are getting more turned on to the fact that they don't have to just make music. That they're still a person. That's the whole reason Jamie Jasta started his own podcast. You know, he does that all separate mm-hmm. from Hate Breed. He does and he does whatever he can. Like. And it's just being smart, you know. I think. Well, the interaction part of it's like huge as well, because like that's something that hasn't been there before. Like you, you right. weren't able. Like I mean, fans can actually now have the experiences. Like I actually had like a spoken word situation with like Jamie Josta. Like exactly, you didn't have that before, right? Like these people, right. you know, you you can. You'd have to like chase them down like a hallway, and like hopefully like their bouncer doesn't like take you. Uh, out but this is thing. this is what being. You know, being so it's the backstage experience for everybody that wasn't necessarily available. Right. But I think I think it's a necessary shift. And this is I also wanna reiterate this to people. This is why it's so important. If there's anybody that 
you know, is going to sign a record deal or a record label or whatever, make sure you own your own publishing rights. Because if you don't, then your label is going to be getting a piece of everything you do on your own, too. So, I mean, I people can do whatever they want. Uh, I think it's great. I think, you know, like you said, the interaction and everything else, it's awesome. It opens a new door for fans to connect with some of the, the people that they love and, um, you know, gets lets them learn more about that individual person. And I think it's awesome. Uh, um Mm-hmm. Matt Heafy's Twitch is like cool also because it looks like it's just like in like the guest room of his house. Yeah, probably. Like with all of his, yeah. like his great equipment that he has and like just like a cool guitar hanging in the background. Like, right. He's an enjoyable dude. I like him. Yeah. He's a really good guy. I've always liked him. And I've, I mean, I've always liked Trivium too. I like Jamie. Too. I like Jamie Josta too. I just don't hate Breed. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a big hate Breed fan. I like Jamie though. He's. I mean, eh, look, just because I don't like someone's music doesn't mean. It's a little bit full of himself, him, but. You know, I mean, that's a, I, I that's feel a story like for Everybody kind of has to be in this industry, or at least they feel like they do. Anyway, we're digressing. But, uh. <laughs> yeah, Trivium's got that new album coming out. That'll be fun. Phil needs some internet, so if you could help Phil out with some internet, <laughs> we'd, uh, we'd really Give appreciate him some it. Internet. And, uh. You know, if you haven't listened to any of these albums, definitely go check them out and let us know what you think. If uh, if we gave a bad review, we need to hear about it. So go ahead and send us some hate mail. <laughs> I thought we were fair. If you want. <laughs> huh? I thought, I thought we were fair. Yeah, I'd agree. But, you know, we're, we're kind of inside our own little box. So maybe we need some outside opinions. Maybe that guy that likes, like, spongle metal wants to, you know, throw what? his hat in the ring. I don't know. What was that? What kind of metal? Spongle metal. Spongle. Spongle metal. Yeah, it's an actual type of music. I didn't know that. Anyway. Interesting. Any hooser. I fear for all of us. <laughs> what direction are we going in? So what are we doing? Are we reviewing a beer tonight? Or? I wish we were, but uh, apparently... It's, it's weird It's weird not having an answer. Yeah, only right. two-thirds of us are here, so we need to do a beer delivery this week. And okay. then next I mean, week, I tried a new beer. Does that count? Get out. Technically, I tried two, and one was disgusting, but that's not the point. <laughs> well, you should have brought it here. and de- Oh, well, yeah, there's a couple things we need to do here in studio, but um, we should definitely send Anthony some beer so once he's, you know, cleared to leave his house with pants, uh, he can, you know, do some beer reviews. But until then, we can we can bring them to him, and then we can just do them via phone, mic- mm-hmm. microphone, podcast thing. All right, that's fine. Microphone. That's it. I didn't know if you wanted. I mean... I would love to review a beer right now, uh, but it's not the same without Anthony. However, there's another homework video we need to do. And again, I'm getting a weird look, so we'll talk about that off air. This is my face again. <laughs> if, anything, you were giving, if anything, you were giving me a weird, a weird look. I'd, I'd believe that. I'm like, a, I'm like a your eyeballs just like a really bulgy. It was kind of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, sign us off, bud. Exactly. Well... That's it, kids. Uh, we are Heavy Metal Over Six Pack. That was our, uh, so far, 2020 album review. Um, first quarter review. First quarter review. Which is funny. We did this last year, and I don't think we did the <laughs> other quarters. I mean, <laughs> it's right. whatever. It is what it is. Oh, we did a mid-year. I'm sorry. I take that back. We did a mid-year. And a fun- yeah, we're fine. Yeah, and we're then, well, we also dedicated some episodes to certain albums. So it's like, you know, those albums take the cake in that part of the year. Right. We're gonna need a 2020 uh, Hall of Fame inductee. Ooh. I think we only have two so far. Fair enough. <laughs> well, anyway, we are heavy metal over six pack. The only place you can find local, national, international rock, metal, and beer reviews. This is what we do every week, kids. All you fine people, this is what we love to do. If you like what we're doing, go ahead and 
hit that like and follow on all of our social medias, YouTubes and Twitters and Facebooks and Patreon.com forward slash HMOA six pack. Insta goods. Maybe we should do a GoFundMe for like internet, but call it something. I don't know. We'll we'll follow in Phil's footsteps somehow. Maybe if uh, maybe if we <laughs> plug it enough, he'll give us an interview. Huh, Phil? What do you say? There you go. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> Good answer. See you, see you next week. But that's it for us, kids. Goodbye. Love you. Goodbye. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Sick Back Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at HMOA. 6pack.automatic.net Email HMOA6 P-A-C-K at gmail.com Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.